0: Good evening everybody. Welcome to Tipsy Tuesday. I'm a little late, but it's fine because it's Tuesday. And I don't think anybody cares, so that works out. Good evening. Um Allie, how are you? Um, I don't know about anybody else, but I have like a headache like right here. Does anybody have this headache that just sits right here on your head and doesn't go away? Good evening. David Atchison. It's a very fancy name. Malinay. Good evening. Um, hopefully everybody is starting to like take the night down, get through whatever Tuesday was like. Good evening, Julia. Um, I did my bebop day. And I'm just about done with the bebop. Kitty and David, how are you? Um, I seem to be, I think it's because I've been traveling so much that um, just in the last few days, I've been doing a lot of cooking at home. Plus, the kids have been here. So, like, Brooke was here the last two nights, and, uh, you know, Dean's here. Give or take whatever night. He wasn't home tonight. But I made Mexican pizza tonight. So good. Um, wait. So Rosie Ryan. Who many of you know. As Army Rosie. She texted me tonight. And she was like. What is wrong? Rodolfo. Great name. Um, she texted me. And she was like. What is wrong with me? And I was like. I have a list. Uh, but she didn't mean that. Apparently there's this thing that says, when I when I become a ghost, and then I guess there's some kind of like suggested language that's supposed to fill it in for you or something. I don't really understand it. I don't understand AI. I'm trying to keep up. But it was on the supporter side. Let me see if I can find out. Um, but it was so funny. Here it is. And um, I guess you're supposed to put this like prompted and then it's supposed to fill it in for you. Okay, so it says type. When I'm a ghost, I will. And then I guess you're supposed to, I don't know. But let me read them to you. So these are supposed to be given to you. When I'm I'm a ghost I will always remember you. Fine. But apparently not everybody's when I'm a ghost, I'll be a ghost. That's what Athena got. (laughs) When I'm a ghost, I'll never forget you. When I'm a ghost, I will always be your friend. When I'm a ghost, I don't know how to get rid of my body. Well, I will go one life to the next with the same issue, weight loss problems. Like it just I don't know, but everybody was posting theirs. When I'm I'm a ghost, I will always be mommy's little sister. Like, they don't even make sense. Like, this is just, it is. It's like Mad Libs for the internet. And so people have been posting people the recipe for Mexican pizza. I'll tell you how to find it. It was so good. When I'm a ghost, I'm going to get a new phone. (laughs) When I'm a ghost, I will need to be a little late. When I'm a ghost, I'll be done at the moment, and I'm not going to be able to control something like that. Some of them don't even like real sentences. When I'm a ghost, I will not let anyone touch my body. <laughs> when I'm a ghost, I will add a few things like about the way I see and the little things you do. For some reason, mine came up and said, When I'm a ghost, I will always remember the name of my cat who died on the first episode of my podcast. That's where it landed. I don't have a cat. <laughs> When I'm a ghost, I will see if you have any pets and I can trade them for someone for free and I can offer them to someone who can give them a free ride and then I'll trade them back and I can have them back and I will get a pet and I will trade them back to someone else. But you can only trade for one person if you're not my mom or my dad or your dad. (laughs) Like it just, it's just, and then Rosie texted me, she goes, when I'm a ghost, I will kill everyone. She was like, what in the, (laughs) why? I don't know. It just tickled me tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go stuff there in a few minutes. That's what I mean. Yeah. It was just so funny. I was like, I don't even understand how this works. And Rose is like, nobody does. All right, wait. I found this other article I wanted to tell you about. Hold on. Mm. It's called Marry Me Chicken. Has anyone ever heard of this? Let me find the article. Oh wait, hold on. I just found another article. Hold on. I'm in I'm in I'm in the rabbit hole. <laughs> hold on. Alright, this one says one thousand and and four facts that will scare the crap out of you. Well, now I need to know. Oh, it's a book. What? No. We gotta order this book. Mm-hmm. It's been all over Facebook about how good it is. Alright, let's get back. Let's get back. Um Back on track. To Marry Me Chicken. <laughs> mm. So apparently there's a recipe called Marry Me Chicken. Let me see if I can find it. It says, does Marry Me Chicken really work? Um, So here it is. So do you guys, have you ever heard of this? I had never heard of it. It says, we talked to a neurologist and a psychologist. And it turns out that you can sort of entice someone to get down on one knee after cooking for them. What? I did shop on Prime Day. All right, so back in 2016, Lindsay and editor Delish posted a recipe video of a tux, of a tucksin, an Italian style chicken. Dish. I'm so tired and my head hurts. That quickly garnered a lot of attention. At the end of the clip, Funston's video producer is seen trying the food and exclaiming, I'd marry you for that chicken. And, and thus, marry me chicken was born. Fast forward to 2023, and the recipe has amassed an entirely new, younger set of fans on TikTok, with folks swearing by the legitimacy of the dish's name, detailing how the dish was rapidly followed by an engagement proposal. What? In a garden makes engagement chicken? Do they make go-away chicken? They should. You just burn it and keep all the windows shut. And it wasn't even all that original of a concept. In 2004, a glamour recipe for engagement chicken went viral 20 years ago, claiming the same thing that a recipe for roasted chicken elicited a marriage proposal. All right, here we go. The connection between culinary and the psychology of the multifaceted, highly analyzed one, something. Studies regarding the best foods to eat to lift one's spirits abound, as do others with the blah, 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 blah. blah. Food has a lot to do with our emotions, said neurologist and co-director of something important. Take oxytocin, for example, also known as the love hormone. It is released in spurts when kissing somebody. And they're saying that the consumption of tomatoes, peppers, chocolate, avocado, and fatty fish. Is that salmon? It has to be increases your level of oxytocin, the same hormone that's released when getting physically intimate with somebody. It follows then that eating those ingredients might lead to more romantic dispositions. Marry Me Chicken does benefit from a trio of factors. Uh, The familiarity, it's a lot of syllables, of the ingredients, the chemical makeup of the food, and a priming effect. Mm. it's not called hook me, hook me up chicken. Hold on. That's not what I meant. Hook up with me chicken. That's the hook. Hook me up. I'm tired. We should go to bed soon. Um, So it just talks about parts of the brain. If you call it the marry me chicken and either cook it or eat, thinking that afterwards you'll be more successful dating, you're setting up an expectation. If I walk into a networking event thinking that because I'm wearing my lucky underwear, wait, what? (laughs) I should probably get lucky underwear. I'm going to make better connections. I'm priming myself to have that experience. The expectations that we have going into a situation are very likely to inform our actions in the situation. So what did we learn? A, you should have lucky underwear. B, you should wear it. And C, you should make chicken. Eating the chicken thinking the meal will suddenly ignite and need to settle down may, for example, cause you to be more romantically predisposed toward the person who cooked the meal for you. Kim's like, I'm making it next week. A fact that will, of course, increase the likelihood of romance actually happen. Now, this does not apply to no-touch chicken. If you have watched voila at any point, then you know that Diana doesn't touch chicken. Uh, so this would not apply to no touch chicken. No touch chicken is different. In fact, it, it might also be known as get away from me chicken. Hmm. Um, after all, who can forget when Meghan Markle told the world that the moment she and now Prince Harry fell in love involved roasting a chicken for Huh. So, here is the question. Because you know we're going to spin it off into something. I'm going to drink this water and then we're going to drink some wine. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't make marry me chicken. What is it? What is the meal that either you make that you're like, people will fall in love with me if they taste this blank? Nope. Don't fill in that blank. Let me rephrase. Do not fill in that blank. (laughs) This food that I make in the kitchen will make people fall in love with me. Do not fill in the blank that I just said. I was joking and I clearly walked into something. So I want to know if there is a food that you make. It can be a dessert or a regular savory dish Food, okay, Tanya. Or, what is it? Something that you want? Like, if a guy made me X and it was amazing, I would marry him. Or girl. So what is it? What? What is the thing? Chicken Parm. So you have to say, I make a killer chicken Parm, or I want a killer chicken. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. My mom makes better than sex cake. that up. Potato salad. Your potato salad is that good. Come on. Come on. I make a mean bowl of cereal. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. My creme brulee is amazing. I would fall in love with you for corporate life. Because I feel like there's fire involved and somebody could do that at home. Mm-hmm. Janice's chocolate cake. Cowboy caviar. Lynn, it's such a weird thing, but it's so good. So good. Mm-hmm. Kyle. <laughs> Chicken marsala over egg noodles. <sighs> mm-hmm. All right. My flag cake, my claim to fame, lasagna. Yeah, should we do a predictive text? Oh, I can't do it on my, my. I'm on my phone. Let me see. I don't think you can do predictive texts on your computer, right? uh mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me see if it, Um, the dish I can make that will make people fall in love with me is nothing. It predicted nothing. It knows me. It's like, no. It predicted nothing. <laughs> A reservation. Banana pudding? No, that's not going to do it. Mm-mm. I feel like mine are going to be like super obvious, like chicken parm. Right? Or it's going to be something really stupid that my grandma made. Like I told you, she made tapioca pudding and she made rice pudding. And so, like, I feel like if somebody's, if just like out of the blue, somebody's like, you know, I make the most amazing tapioca. And to most people, that would be like, that's disgusting. But they said that there's some kind of connection with food and like, People's memories, right? So like there's some kind of nurturing thing to it. So it's not like they just love the smell of the food or the taste of the food. It's just like the feelings. Mm-hmm. I can Grubhub very well, said Margaret. Mm-hmm. And my man said to him, it's the best he's ever had. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. So what would be the dish that you would make That would make people fall in love with you? I want to know. Mm Mm-hmm. I love a dinner I didn't have to make. Exactly. Missy, do you have a dish that you are positive that when Jeremy tasted this thing that you made, he was like, I'm going to marry her? Is is there a thing? And it should be a dish because I want another drink. Carrot cheesecake. (gasps) Carrot cake. Chocolate choco flan. I don't even know what that is. I'm falling in love with all of you as you just say the names. I'm like, mm-hmm. I would, yeah. A crisp or cobbler. Oh, could you imagine if a hot guy showed up to your door with a cobbler? He'd be like, uh, yes. He'd be like, yes, but I'll marry you. But I didn't ask you. Yeah, you did when you showed up with a cobbler. I'm pretty sure that you did. And my answer is yes. You know what I'm saying? Vodka rigatoni or chicken parm. My chocolate mayonnaise cake. Heidi, who who are you trying to bring to your yard? What a chocolate mayonnaise? What? That can't be a thing. Chocolate mayonnaise cake. I don't know. Chocolate mayonnaise. It's a thing. Chocolate mayonnaise. Miracle Whip. Unsweetened cocoa powder baking soda. This sounds disgusting and you should change it. I don't know who's coming to your yard. It's gonna be like ducks. Something weird. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. And a cup of creamy salad dressing miracle. Nope. 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 I don't know. I'm a big fan of like if somebody makes me anything, I am love it. I love it. But if somebody was like, "I made you this chocolate mayonnaise cake," I thought, "Oh, oh, well, that it was so nice of you to make that." Mhm. Mayonnaise makes it more. Okay, I'm not gonna say that word. Uh, and I don't. I don't want to hear. Mm mm. Mm mm. Applesauce cake. Yep. I'm in. I feel like you could put a lot carrot cake. You could put the word cake after most vegetables, fruits, and I'm like, I'm in. But mayonnaise, nope. Carrot cake, yes. Apple cake, yes. Lemon cake, yes. Orange cake, weird, but I'll try it. Zucchini cake, in. Mayonnaise cake? No. What? It's the best chocolate mayo cake. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Listen, a lot of you are getting behind this and saying it actually just serves as oil, but it's not. That is a great secret ingredient to make a cake. Nope. Baked French toast. Okay, I'm back in. Uh-huh. Carrot pumpkin cake with cinnamon cream cheese. Girl. I feel like I feel like guys could literally just whisper all of these. Like if you were just out somewhere and you're like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know if I'm gonna find a person. And there could just be a guy in a corner just in a corner just going chocolate cake. You know? Zucchini cake. <laughs> and slowly draw you in. <laughs> That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, six cups out Mm-hmm. What kind of wine are you drinking? Honey, this is a new wine. I don't drink wine very often, but I was in the mood. You know, I was feeling classy with my Mexican pizza. Um, But it's this one. Alumea. Mm-hmm. Mayonnaise is much better than using oil. What? My rainbow cookies will get me married. Yes, they will. I'll marry you, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Ugh, you guys, so good. Um. Ugh. Anyway, Patty, I was drinking. There was water in the glass, but then I drank it, and now it's just wine. So it's fine. My mom made cream puffs, too. Ugh. Secretly, I love to cook. You do, Heather? We should be friends. Um, what's in your pizza? Tanya, it's so good. Let me see if I can find the recipe. We made it on Cooking with Dai. Um Yeah, it's called Mexican Pizza Recipe, Taco Bell Copycat. So so good. So here's the thing: you can get gluten-free uh, tortillas, and then you fry up the meat, and then you put the taco gluten-free taco sauce in it, and then you get the, the tortillas, and you just lightly fry them on both sides, just over and over. And then you put in you put in some refried beans, some enchilada sauce. You put the top on, just like they did. Didn't they just bring the Mexican pizza back because it was the greatest thing ever? So good. And I said, Dean, you're missing out. Mm Mm-hmm. You would never know there was mayo in it. I would, because you said it. Don't you remember that night Diana made those brownies? And she was like, try these brownies. Now, anytime that somebody comes up to you and says, try this. It's never... You can guarantee there's something in it shouldn't be in it. I love Taco Bell. Jeff. Jeff is here, our graphics guy. And I'm... Here's the thing. The only thing that I ever ate at Taco Bell was the Mexican pizza. And then there were some unfortunate reports about Taco Bell that it made it so I couldn't eat there anymore. And then I didn't know they didn't have the Mexican pizza anymore until... The Mexican pizza recipe is on the, it's on the web. It's where I keep it. It's from dinners, dishes, and desserts. But if you put in Mexican pizza recipe, Taco Bell copycat. It's got 760 reviews. And I'm, I'm 761, and it's so good. You know, Dice, hiding beans. That's what she did. She's like, try this. And I was like, I don't think I want to try that. She's like, try it. With her big eyes. Mm-hmm. And um you know there's gonna be seven. Try this. No, not with those eyes. I will not try that. Um, but she did. She put she put like like a weird bean, black beans, something. Mm-hmm. I had all the cheese with the diced tomatoes and sauce. Ugh. I'm telling you, tomorrow I got, I have the ingredients for a, it's a caprese avocado salad. Girl, who am I? I don't even know how avocados work. I had to pick one out and I was like, is this supposed to be hard or soft? That's what she said. I was like, is this, I don't know how you open it. So it's going to be a thing tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So Good. Barb, did, was it back at, was it garbanzo beans? It was Chi-Chi's? Did you get your Mexican pizza at Taco Bell? You must have. Mm. So good. Dye and her beans. So I was cleaning out the fridge today. Because there was like food in there from like before I left for Illinois. Like two weeks ago. So, and I had gone food shopping. I'm cleaning it out. And all of it's got its expiration dates on it from Diana and I was like you know when my mom dies like it's going to be sad obviously and there's going to be a lot of snack bags fine but like and I don't know if I'm going to tell my sisters but I'm going to put a piece of masking tape and then the date like an expiration date but like on the bottom because I feel like you have you can't send her into infinity and beyond without an expiration date an accurate one you know what I'm saying I think she'd be fine with it. I mean, I'm not going to do it before she's dead. I'm going to be in the hospital and be like, is it today? No. I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nicole. So, um, <laughs> there's a fora that avocados are just right. That's what I mean. I was like, I'm going to buy this avocado now, but I'm almost positive that I don't eat it in the next hour. It's a bad avocado. hmm Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never been to a Turkish prison, Jeff, and I don't even know what that means. Is it some kind of joke? Mm-hmm. So, are you coming over tomorrow? I can't remember. I gotta leave at 11.30. This, should, this is a private, guys, this is a private conversation between me and Jeff, so please excuse yourselves. Um, I have to leave at 11.30 tomorrow, and Dean and I are working. Is it tomorrow or is it Thursday? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Wendy, put it on the bottom of her shoe. <laughs> no, it's got to be on the outside, Wendy, because that way it's got it's always on the container. Thank you for my stars. It's always on the container. Hmm. So then you'd be like, I don't know if we should open this. Like, you should. Hey, you shouldn't. Um. But you know. <laughs> I have been to a Turkish spa. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I broke a tooth on a rock from a Taco Bell bean burrito back in the '70s. It was from the beans, said Janice. What? Is Jeff the one employee who has not been fired? Not yet. <laughs> I like to keep them on their toes. Um, No, I feel like if I ever tried to fire Jeff, he'd be like, no, I'll call you tomorrow. (laughs) I'd be like, "Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm firing you. You're not. So I'll see you tomorrow. I'd be like, all right, can you pick up some Starbucks or something? He'd be like, fine, I'll do that. I'd be like, okay, I guess you still work here. I feel like most of them, most of the people, all of the people that were, I'm like, no, you're not firing me. I'm staying. <laughs> okay, but I'm I'm not. You're not gonna work here anymore. I am though. I'm gonna be here tomorrow. So, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, okay. All right, I guess. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> just funny. <laughs> That's funny. But I feel like it'd be the same if Jeff tried to qu- like if he tried to quit. I'd be like, no. And we don't accept your resignation. He'd be like, no, but I am. I am going to quit. I'd be like, but you're not. Because I'm going to move in with you. And then you'll work with me all the time. Like, I'll make it work. Like, you don't want to work with me at all. Okay. Now you're going to see my face all the time. Okay. It'll just, <laughs> you know, there's just people you love so much that you're like, you can never get away from me. I'm in your life, whether you like it or not. Yeah, it's like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did. Any update on the new merch? Funny that we're talking about firing people. New merch is not ready yet. The printer might have been fired. Oh, please. Uh, so, yeah. where It's a hiccup. Sometimes you just you have to go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I'll be there. And I want snacks. Mhm. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Missy used to work here, but it's like she still works here. I'm like, hey mess, what's going on? What are you doing? How's your website? What are you doing? And I'm like, Let's meet every week and i am like, okay. Can't get away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like that with Jamie. You can't. You're talking crazy again. Yeah. I probably am. Mm-hmm. But only about people I really like. Mm-hmm. Like that's how. <laughs> do you guys do you guys know people like this or or are you somebody like this? Mm-hmm. But my dad used to say all the time, like, If my dad really liked you, like really liked you as a person, he would say, get the hell out of here. That meant I love you and I'll be here for you, whatever you need. And it used to make my mom so mad. She'd be like, why are you talking to people like that? What are you talking about? I just said I'd help her. She's like, no, you just said, get the hell out of here. Oh, she knows I didn't mean that. It would be this whole thing. So like. If my sisters and I, like, if we were ever, like, dating somebody, like, that my dad liked whatever, like, you know, it was just so funny. He was like, get the hell out of here. And my mom would be like, be nice. That's what that means. Okay. All right. And there's Jeff. And that's why he gets in trouble. Because he keeps trying to make a t-shirt that says moist on it every time we design. Um, but, like, did you ever notice that, like, people, you're like, You see people like fighting like crazy. You're like, is this how you normally fight? This is, this means we love each other. It's so funny. I think, I don't know. Maybe it's a guy thing. Pure love. Mm hmm. So, so funny. Yeah. Can you make a shirt? No, Tanya. I can't. And it's funny because it's like, it's like the same with like sisters. Like you can, you can torture your sisters. You can be like, you're a horrible person. I hate you. All that. If you ever steal my clothes again, ah, ah, big fight. But if anybody else ever talked to your sister like that, be like, who are you talking to? Like you just said it. I'm like, oh, I know I said it. But you don't get to say it. hmm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you are already my bodyguard. You're already hired. You got the vase, I got a matching vase. It's it, you're in. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I said it with love. What? We did. That's so weird. Okay, so here's a weird story. Tell me how you feel about this story. Mm hmm. So this story came out today about Brooke Burke. You guys know Brooke Burke? <makes noise> Brooke Burke from Dancing with the Stars. So let me let me pull it up because I, I I don't want to I don't want to speak out of turn because I think it's a, it was a weird article and I just want to see if you think the article is weird. So this came out today. Brooke Burke explains why she was nearly tempted to have an affair with Derek Hoof how? during winning Dancing with the Stars. Huff. Huff. You guys know. So she opened up about her victorious 2008 Dancing with the Stars partnership with Derek went from strained to magical. She's 52. She discussed her experience with Huff. I think it's Huff. 38. So there's a 14-year difference between them. Um, I just thought he was young and green and safe. I had no idea he'd be such a wonderful choreographer. Uh, Initially, they weren't getting along. And, uh, eventually that turned around and she says that she started crushing on him. At the time she was married to actor David Charvet, who she split from in 18. Had I not been married, I would have actually hoped we would have had a love affair. I don't think I've ever said that. Girl, I don't think you were supposed to say that. And, um... I would have had an affair with him, but listen, let me tell you why. You are intertwined with someone's body when you're a dancer. There's no way I've ever been so connected besides with a lover or husband than I was with Derek. For three months, you're in someone's arms. Hmm. I don't know. And Well, Maria, I don't know if she has a book. I don't know if this was, like, a book that she was doing. Um... And, um, I don't know. It was just, a, and then, and then later on in the article, she says, I think it actually helped my marriage with my former husband. I was like, it... no, it didn't. If... if he's your former, okay. What? That's not okay. I don't think it did. Right? It was definitely a dirty dancing moment. But, yeah, I don't know. It was a funny little article. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is why I promised my husband I would never be a bartender. What are you doing as a bartender? Are you talking? Because she's saying that the physical connection to somebody else for three months which is why she was reacting to it. But what are you doing? How are you serving these drinks? That you're real concerned you're going to fall into the same trap. Do you mean that because you get like emotionally because I do believe in emotional affairs like that's what I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Think that sentence, right? I know you're talking about. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a funny article. Um. Oh, female bartenders get hit on big time. Can you imagine? Bartenders getting close. She's like, I know my line. I should be there. Yeah. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I was a bartender for thirty-two years, never fell on a man. Mm-hmm. I've never been intertwined with my bartender. Listen. It's always the story of always like the, it's always the personal trainer. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Always there, worried about your health and wellness. Like, that's it. That's all you need. Always in tight tight at moving your body. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So that happened. Um, all the affairs I know were with trainers. Dun 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 It's never with a hairdresser. Terry, you missed a lot. We have covered a lot. No one's ever like, I ran away with my hairdresser. Nobody. Mm mm. Nobody. Um with a tennis coach. Yeah, I don't know bougie that many bougie people to like find it like, but I feel like you're right. The tennis coach. Too much. Yeah. Anthony, my trainer. Oh, you know, he's 64. I do love music, Anthony. Um massage therapist. I mean. To me, that's even more involved than, like, the dancing partner. Listen, I have fallen in love with many a massages. I don't know about the recipe. <laughs> that's funny. The milkman. Really? The milkman? That's what the saying is. You know. That's like a... That's an old wives' tale, though, right? Like, wouldn't the mailman just come and just put the... I don't know a lot about this time period, so I don't know how old people are here. But to my knowledge, they would just come and they would just drop the milk off at the door, but real early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Nobody's running away with the teacher. Nobody's like you know who has an incredible amount of time on our hands, and just is just looking to take care of somebody else. Teachers. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> They're like, leave me alone. Mhm. Mhm. I had a tennis. Show. We had a hot mailman. Mhm. I could fall in love with my chiropractor. All right. So name somebody who you would see in like your daily life that, or like is currently happening. You're like, I'm telling you, my UPS guy. Like, who is, like, is there anybody in your life that you're like, listen, I know this ain't right, but my son's gym teacher, who is it? Who you just, who is it? I'm not saying you're going to do anything, but I'm saying, who is it that you're like, listen, I'm just saying when I go to soccer practice, I don't mind being there. That's how you can say it. I'm trying to think. Like when my kids were younger, if there was like anybody, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'll take them to baseball. No, 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 I'll take them. I was like, oh, you did it last night. No, I'll do it every night. Just so I can. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hot college philosophy professor married a student at my school. What? I had a crust on our paper boy growing up. Of course you did. Grocery store checker. All right. Yeah, well, we get down to it. Look at this. Mm-hmm. No hot guys around here, said Andrea. The men at the oil company are gorgeous. What? What? I'll skip a bit after meeting my man. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law used to be a milkman. He had keys to some customers' homes and would put it in the fridge at 4 a.m., while they were sleeping. So weird. An EMT. High school catching coach? What's a catching coach? Okay. UPS. hmm My PT. When my had to show that, my cried when I ran. Damn insurance. Oh, I don't see. Mm-hmm. I totally want to break my leg so I can see this EMT. Police, man. Listen. I'm just saying, there is something about the man in the uniform. I don't know what it is. I'm telling you. Mm. Always looking at the doctor. Yeah. I was trying to give her to my son, and my sister was looking at the doctor because he was hot. I did have a rendezvous with my teacher when I was younger in college. What? A gas station attendant filling cars full of gas what else? Hot chiropractor with a British accent. Hold on. He was funny. We ended up at some party together. He was so fun. His wife was not. The nursing assistant when I had knee surgery, my oil surgeon. I married the paperboard 57 years ago. (gasps) Pat, that's a beautiful story. Wendy's trying to bag her one. Law student assistant. Oh, baseball catching. Oh, hold on. I almost blocked somebody. A fireman. Guess I had same to beautiful eyes. And that's hard because a dentist right up in your face. Yeah, I, I could I understand the dentist one. But you know, and you, you can't even be cute at the dentist. You can't. <laughs> even if you had a hot dentist and even if the dentist was available and you were age appropriate and all of the things and you were attracted to each other, you're like, Oh, I gotta do my hair. It doesn't matter if you do your hair, because when you get to the dentist and you try to make small talk, but he's taken off the plaque, and you're like <laughs> And he's like, uh, did you wanna are you around this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> what? Girl, no. I wanna know if anybody has ever married their dentist. Or a dentist that's married a patient. I can't yeah, just you just drool cone off this side. You just order the thing and you're yeah, I would love to go this <laughs> way. That is fun say not one person has said that they married their dentist your gastroenterologist no you can. you know you're gonna do that in your butt <laughs> you can you if he if he's in charge of your colonoscopy no no what's he gonna do listen I spent a lot of time with you <clears throat> Uh, with you yesterday, and uh, I was thinking we can go out this weekend, I'm like, my eyes are up, okay, what, <laughs> no, <laughs> oh gosh, it's too much, Mm-hmm. it's true, you do have a clean mouth to kiss, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. 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 Gosh, he was handsome. Yeah. So funny. So funny. Uh, Dina for <laughs> And the Emmy goes to Dina Blizzard for her impression of dating a dentist. Thank you guys, <laughs> oh, we should stop now. I'm gonna be honest, I really didn't feel good when we started this show. And there's so many times where I'm like, I don't feel good, I'm gonna cancel Tiffany Tuesday, and I never do. And then we get to this part, and I can't stop laughing, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad we did this. <laughs> I can never say he hasn't gotten some free. Yeah, I married a man I met at the local ER. Each were there with other people. <gasps> That's not good. Mm hmm. So, Sharon's like, You are not right. I am not. And you're just figuring that out with a dentist bit. Okay, somebody tell me that this bit is maybe not the funniest bit in television history. Give me a bit that was funnier than this and I will consider and then shoot you down. One of the greatest bits in comedy history ever recorded is Tim Conway as the dentist. Actually, there's two that are Tim Conway. One, he's the dentist. And what was the name of the guy that he played opposite? And the the needle and he was like, doing this. Funniest bit ever funniest bit the other one is another tim conway thing and it's him telling a story and they're all sitting on the couch and he's this a story about an elephant doing the. i'm telling you just do yourself a favor tonight and google tim conway it's so good so good steve harvey is good and he's up there, but the dentists. Other than Vitamin Harvey Corman. that's it. Harvey Corman. and I will say the only one I think would come close would be Vitamina Vegman. It's up there. Mm-hmm. So Harvey Corman. so funny. Anyway, so Mama's family. It was, it was a, it was a, um, it was an outtake on Mama's, from Mama's house. And they can't, they're not, they try to, to, to not, yeah, whole cast. It was, the, at the beginning they were trying not to show that they were laughing And by the time it was over, there was no way they could pretend that it wasn't. Yeah, Chris Farley in a van down by the river. That's another good one. Mm Mm-hmm. So funny. So funny. Anyway. um, Oh, thanks. I'm sitting on the floor, you guys. I just had to do that thing. Where you've been sitting cross-legged for too long and now you had to spread spread your legs straight. And now all of a sudden you're like, I don't think these knees are going to last. These are broken. So there's that. Um, Alright everybody, well we had a good time tonight. Um, I think we all got a nice laugh. We all realized that the line is drawn at hot UPS drivers. And men that work in oil refineries for some reason, but it stopped short at dentist. I would like somebody to call in <laughs> to a fictitious number and let us know. I indeed married my dentist, and I would like to see the video of when he asked you out. Mm-hmm. There's that. Uh, so I'm going to go to bed. I got to go to work in the morning. So, thanks for watching, as always, and um, I hope you have a great night tonight. Hopefully you got some nice laughs and your Tuesday wasn't so bad, Um, and that you go back and you watch the dentist bit, because I bet it was pretty funny. Uh, All right, that's it. Have a good night, everybody. I have no idea what the heck we're going to talk about tomorrow. We'll, go, we'll see. We'll see what the Lord says. All right. Have a good night. I'll see you. Bye.